Section Zero of Machine Room Chants. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Newgate Novelist. Machine Room Chants by Tom Maguire. Prefatory Material. Where faster and faster our iron master, the thing we made, forever drives, bids us grind treasure and fashion pleasure for other hopes and other lives. William Morris Tom Maguire Whom the gods loved I young, and thus are they ensured of everlasting youth, the idea is full of beauty, were it not that this weary old world so much needs those on whom the gods have bestowed their choicest gifts, that life by their music and mirth may be made endurable. The verses to which these lines are a foreword are not mirth-provoking. They are full as words can be crammed of the tragic pathos of the life of the factory in the workroom. Had Tom Maguire never penned a line, save what is here given, he could have proved his title to take high rank, not only as a poet, but as a deep-sighted student of humanity. He sees things as they are, and, avoiding alike a superficial optimism or morbid pessimism, reveals with the touch of a master the inner workings of the mind of the average working girl, and makes plain much which to the casual observer remains obscure. The socialist movement, none too rich in men who combine a clear wisdom, unerring judgment, and a large, sympathetic heart, could but ill afford to yield back to the gods one gifted young comrade, and yet who had the power to keep him, it is in contemplation to issue a complete collection of his writings, and it is in the belief that what is here given will whet the appetite for more that, in accordance with his original plan, we give to the world his machine-room chance. The profits on the sale will go to his mother, as they would in any case have done had her son been alive. April 1895 J. Keir Hardy These chants originally appeared in the Labour Leader, but Tom Maguire always intended that they should be published subsequently as a separate volume. I think many who knew something of our comrade Maguire and his ten years' work for socialism in Leeds and Yorkshire, many too who enjoyed some personal friendship with him, and many who only knew the genial wit and sympathetic touch of Bardolph may value this small book. To me there is a strange pathos in writing these few words for the publication of my friend's first book after his death, his lifelong labours for the people, and his battling with magnificent odds are not ended with his death, and his poetry is not confined within the covers of this book. Leeds, J. Clayton
one sunday in march tom maguire was laid in the cemetery leeds an unusual almost an imposing procession of his comrades in leeds and neighbouring yorkshire towns followed his body borne shoulder high to the grave tears that seldom fall for a mere comrade in political arms wet many and many a cheek tom maguire was one of the small band of men whom the spirit of social revolution called out from amongst the millions of people in this land to first voice the new hope of socialism his name is affixed together with that of william morris and twenty-two others to the manifesto of the socialist league published in the first number of the commonweal in february eighteen ninety five he well knew the humours and the testing struggle of propaganda when all mankind appeared to be against it nowadays when a really noble soul bids us farewell there are no words available to bemoan his loss the currency of which has not been debased upon the tombstone of knaves it has become customary therefore to be silent of praise and endearment when we have much to express and fulsome of flattery and moan when the lies almost stick in our throats this inversion of the natural order of speech matters little perhaps when the dead one has figured greatly before the nation and his deeds good or ill cannot be unsaid by praise of friends or abuse of foe but it is a hurt to us when men of humble lives and unobtrusive service fall in our midst and we find ourselves deprived of the use of simple and sincere terms of affectionate testimony tom maguire is one of these and the very marvel of the delightfulness of his personality compels expressions of love and sorrow from his comrades which to those who did not know him may seem unfittingly extravagant and superlative he was one of those men of whom we seldom meet more than one in a lifetime who possess that indefinable charm of friendship that suffers not by passing through the furnace heat or killing cold of life's vicissitudes one of those whose contact with their fellows seems exquisitely adjusted as by a secret art of life in no wise a saint marred indeed with faults and weaknesses that from the beginning have maimed the effectiveness of the more generous and sensitive spirits of the race he was nevertheless beloved wholeheartedly beloved of his friends a merit that saints have seldom or never attained his writings possess two great qualities of interest the first their real excellence of poetical and dramatic accomplishment not truly of the highest order of poetry but of that kind which is almost rarer which obtains for us spontaneous thoroughly expert and vivid transcription of unconstrained thought and emotion the second the emanation or fragrance which they yield of the rare gentleness 
and ever-soothing charity and kindliness of humour which he possessed and which is perhaps one of the highest gifts which civilization has yet given to the hearts and heads of men the present little collection of machine-room chants which he compiled for publication immediately before his death by no means exhibit the full variety of his powers their poetical merit the freshness of light truthfulness of feeling and effortless song which he imparts to subjects of everyday factory life will not however be denied by those who have a right to pronounce an opinion barbara and the old order changeth are masterpieces of their kind it is to be hoped that some day a more complete volume will be published containing a collection of his songs humorous pieces and political squibs of the latter many of which were written against time for the cartoons of the labour leader there are some which have not been excelled for humour happiness of phrase and tunefulness of verse in the literature of our time but we must not overburden this little book with other words than his own it will i am sure be gladly preserved in many a socialist home as a memento of one of the earliest and youngest of our street corner agitators and one of the last but gentlest and best of the old race of genuine wayfaring bards j bruce glazier end of section zero